0: And there it is.
1: Tell you what, once you spin out that, uh, you spin out that opening, man. You want to do that now?
0: Yeah, once you do that now. Okay. And,
1: and we're, we're back. back. <laughs> That's good. Thank you.
0: <laughs> you're listening to Forty Three Feet, a podcast about leadership. We believe that real leading happens out front, but that means you're probably building the next forty three feet of good road for those behind you while you're running the race yourself. My name is Frank Schwartz. Known in the gloom of the early morning as Dark Helmet to my F three brothers, and I'm joined each week by Dave Redding, or Dread, one of the co-founders of F three Nation. We're going to answer your questions, pontificate wildly, teach leadership, and otherwise attempt to help you navigate the next forty three feet.
1: There you go. All right, that takes us to the substance portion of this podcast. Oh, so substantive. That's right. Uh, So this. Q point is schooling, which yes. is the Q 4.2 on our idiotic number system. If, if you happen to be following along, which we hope you are. are. It's, uh, we're still in the fourth quadrant, obviously yes. fourth and last quadrant. Schooling statement is the phase of an LDP during which formal leadership training is provided, LDP being leadership development process. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is uh, the first of four phases. Yes. This is the learning phase. It is the learning phase. So I'm going to give you three, Franklin. Yes. Three thought-provoking Socratic socratic one, to provoke your darkest of all helmet thoughts (laughs) Should the theory of leadership change over time and place? Mm, Good question should it my thoughts are provoked all right? Second thought provoker can a natural born leader? Go ahead and look in the mirror be effective Uh, without formal training see what you did there and third When does a leader know that he has learned? enough (laughs) <laughs> Hashtag Spoiler alert spoiler. That's, a, that's a trick That's try a trick okay. okay Now let's take up the first spur First spur is The principles of leadership Are both Universal Yes And timeless And by that we mean They apply to everyone
0: right? Yes
1: Doesn't matter where you are And the, timeless doesn't matter When you are Omaha, Nebraska mm-hmm. uh, And uh, Shanghai, Province, China Yeah Same 10
0: years ago 100 years from
1: now Right uh, and that's right, there's timeless yep. as well. From the time the first caveman noticed that the river kept on rising every time it did, they lost some cave babies. Said, let's move uphill. <laughs> and that's here's right. how we're going to do it. it. Right? That's right. He had to. Uh, say, walk here. Yeah, he had to visualize an advantage, right? Yeah. Which is moving on the hill. He mm-hmm. had to articulate. <laughs> or however. They- <laughs> he had to persuade first movement, initiation yeah. of first movement. Right. He had to exhort. He had to exhort his, his cave followers to, to get through the obstacles because climbing up is always tough, right?
0: Well, and there weren't no streets or paths back then. That's right.
1: So that this process of these universal timeless uh, principles that he gets taught is done through four phases. First one being schooling, what we're talking about now, mm-hmm. right? Second one being apprenticeship. Right, which will be next week and following that is going to be opportunity and finally failure and these four just keep repeating itself time uh, over and over again and they always have in and every always will and always will in every group that is prosperous yes now they may look different in different groups sure but they'll all have some element of these four in them because if they don't you're missing something important so schooling for instance is what takes head knowledge and puts it in your brain box right yes you know, so that gives you that knowledge in your head. You accept it if you learn it intellectually, mm-hmm. although you can't really use it. That comes from apprenticeship. So, in an apprenticeship, is when you take that head yeah, knowledge and it starts to slide down, trickle it on heart, down right? yep. in your hands. Now, having the ability to do something is different than being able to actually do it. And that comes through opportunity. Yes. That's your opportunity to lead. And finally, you ain't really going to learn what works <laughs> until you go ahead and fail. Right, because yeah. success could be blind luck, and you that's can't. Right. And you can't, as we said last week, scale luck. It is not possible. Not scalable. All right, so that's the phases, and that's why schooling is so important because this is where you get that head knowledge that you will need to be a virtuous leader. And we'll just crank back to the last, um, the last quadrant to talk just for a second about what that means. Mm -hmm. There are four aspects to being an effective leader, right? Yes. Visualize, right? Articulate, persuade, exhort. Makes you effective, you could still be Adolf Hitler.
0: You could, that's right.
1: Now, to be virtuous, you also have to have the leadership virtues, right? Right, which makes Mm -hmm. sense. Candor, Mm -hmm. right? Commitment, contentment, consistency, and courage. And that's what makes you a virtuous leader. If you are not effective, you can't be a virtuous leader. Right. Right? Even if you're the most candid guy on earth.
0: Right. And if you have all the virtues, you may not be an effective leader. That's which means that's actually what also, I just said. I thought you said you may have. If so you, 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 said you may be an effective leader.
1: You know, if you if you got. If oh not, dang it! If you, I messed it up. Yes, yeah, 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 it's yeah. Okay, if you're not because it's confusing. So I'm glad you did that. In yeah. fact, he did that on purpose. If you sure to be effective you can be effective and not virtuous
0: that's what i was trying to get to
1: but you it, can't be virtuous and not effective in other words if you, you have can, to
0: have both things you
1: got to have both things yeah right? that's what i was trying to get that's to. right yeah uh and we tend to promote the virtuous without considering their effectiveness yeah. and then are disappointed when they're not right and it doesn't turn out yeah in
0: true. our parlance you can have the virtues and or be effective, but in order to be what we would call a virtuous leader, you, have you must have both. Okay, that's yeah. an even better way. That's to what do. I was trying to get better to. Way to
1: do it. Yep. Now, getting back to schooling, there's a wide continuum of how you can receive this formal leadership construct instruction. You can read, for instance, at one end, "Leadership yep. for Dummies," which I know you have. Yes, all the time. Uh, you could also spend <laughs> four years at West Point,
0: <laughs> which I would think would be an incredibly effective leadership development that's program. That's right,
1: uh, and there's a lot of things you could do in between. But what yes. you would find is the principles are the same. Yeah. They're not telling you anything. Leadership for Dummies are not telling you West Point. It's probably just a little bit better at West Point.
0: I would think it would be packaged a little bit differently, and you probably get a, a few other uh, uh, side benefits
1: of, That's right. of learning there. That's right. Now, yeah. these leadership principles, capital L, capital P, are the precepts, yes. right, of virtuous leadership that are both timeless and universal. So when we're talking about leadership principles in F3, you know, we're talking about the things that Caveman did. And we're talking about right. the same darn things that George Patton did.
0: Well, it's just like you say all the time. There's no, I mean, and we, we alluded to it, There, you know, there's no revolutionary leadership. That's right. right. That's Only right.
1: evolutionary. Right. Now, these leadership pr- principles are what a leader uses to build his leadership foundation. Okay. That's his integration of thought and action. Mm-hmm thinking it's one thing making it happen under periods of stress and limited visibility that's totally different, different. right um, and there's going to be many leadership challenges one of them is this idea of how you treat everyone the same mm-hmm. you know, that's what a leader right. might say but when he says that for example what he really means is he treats everyone fairly yes because if you treat everyone the same you're not going to be very virtuous no because what, what works with one man won't work with another but what you won't do is treat them unfairly by not applying the leadership principles equally, just in a different manner. Does that make sense? Yes. Now, it's critical for you and I to understand, Franklin, Mm -hmm. and to to sell this idea to the rest of the nation that no man develops his own leadership foundation. No man. And you may sit down and lead leadership for dummies by yourself in your own millennial uh, flexi space.
0: But you read it. And somebody Those else wrote, wrote it. it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah, it's got to be the product of a leadership development process. Yeah, uh, and that's critical. That's why we say the principles of leadership. But,
0: but, Dred, can't I through uh, failure or whatever, can't I develop my own uh, thoughts and feelings about leadership based on my own experiences?
1: You can, uh, but I fear they would not be truthful, true, capital T. Would not be truth. That's fair. Uh, yeah. And again, you know, you can trial and error your way to anything, but without mm. the foundation. Yeah. Right. To be able to turn back to. Another way to look at this process is you're taught something
0: mm-hmm. and
1: you may take it. You may believe it intellectually. To some sure. Degree. You put it into practice through apprenticeship with another person and you get to see it and feel it a little bit. But it ain't the same as being responsible for right. it.
0: Right. No, you kind of practice the idea. Yeah,
1: right. In a
0: controlled environment or something, maybe. But. And we
1: may have said this before, but I'll run the risk of <coughs> boring people with it again. When you're sitting in a pilot seat and you're learning how to fly, and, a co- and your trainer is sitting next to you, and you're taking off and you're landing, he may not even be touching the yoke. Sure. That's apprenticeship. He sees that you got it down. He says, "Pull over the plane." He hops out and says, "Now do it yourself." That's opportunity. Right.
0: And That's a whole different deal. Feels a lot different. Yeah. Man. It was. We were at uh, at Grow Ruck in in um, Georgia. And it was really cool. I was, I taught the leadership development process principle uh, that morning. And there was a dude in there who did uh, surgery, like cancer surgery, I think it was, uh, but he used, um, and they did like laser stuff, you know, and that's and all very fancy or whatever. But they, they had, his whole deal was uh, the apprenticeship and the opportunity, the difference between you apprenticed and you practiced a whole bunch on these, you know, on dummies, basically, right? Cadavers? No, no. I think it was just like fake, like, like, like a simulation. Oh, okay, it wasn't okay, even. It was right. almost like a, a virtual a, a, person. Yeah. Like a virtual thing. Yeah. Right. And you did that a whole bunch before you ever, you know, and you kind of go. But and I asked him, I said, so the first time you're in there with a human being, a little different or? Yeah. Or, right? yeah, yeah. Of so course. It, yeah. yeah of a course. whole lot different. Right. Yeah. yeah. A whole lot. It different. matters now.
1: That's right. So anybody who's ever learned a skill and leadership is a skill like anything else that requires practice, knows the difference between flying with the co pilot there right. and flying without him. Yeah. I mean big it's difference. Very, very yeah. different. You know, and uh, if without that you can't fully develop.
0: No. You always
1: don't. have in the back of the mind, wondering if you're not a coward, you've just never been tested. Mm, not the song. Not the song. All right. Because <laughs> we use that one right here. All right. So uh, the second spur, frankly, mm-hmm. yes. is leadership is counterintuitive. Meaning Which it's it is. not what you think it is, right? Right. Not, it's not what you think it is. Uh, anybody who's never really been a leader is going to build up certain things in their mind that are not so. I was talking to a guy today um, who said to me uh, on, a lead, on, on leadership, we were actually talking a little, doing a little after-action review of uh, our last grow run because mm-hmm. he wanted me to give him some feedback. And he said, you know, I'd always thought that before F3 that leadership, was just about guys forcing other people to do what they did not want to do. <laughs> that's the. <intuitive laughs> I was going to say that bit. sounds about right. That's for the, the culture, right? That's the intuitive yeah. vision, and, yeah. and I and I said, yeah, I did too. And then I learned that that leadership is about eating last. Yeah. You know, it's it's counterintuitive. Yeah. And you know that's that that this spurs in reaction to that this Socratic idea is that can a natural born leader be effective without formal training? So here's the problem with that. How do you learn counterintuitive things? You can't, right? That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, right. there's I no mean, way to, right? What, right. You're if what you're naturally born with is mm-hmm. your intuition mm-hmm. and leadership is counter that.
0: Because your your intuition says eat first, get mine. Of course. All that kind of stuff, right? Of course. It and does. so you can be in charge, maybe, right? You could be given a position or you could learn
1: the adaptive behaviors that make you on the top of the pile, but that ain't leading. Right. That's governance. Yeah, that ain't leading. That's governance. Yeah. And you know, people who rise to uh, high offices of governance, whether it's their politics or they're in the corporate world, who never learn these timeless principles. They they don't have a leadership <coughs> foundation, right? Right. Nobody taught them. No, nobody taught them. They had effect as they went along, mm-hmm. uh, because maybe one thing or another. You take Hitler as a great example. It's like nobody taught that guy anything, but he just was had a lot of leadership talent, right? Insane leadership, power, right. but zero virtue. Horrible, yeah. Right, you're ultimately going to fail, and you're going to fail exactly where he failed, which was under periods of high stress and limited visibility. Right, yeah. Ain't anybody around him, you know? Shield Lock, anybody around? Well, you Mm-mm. know, Hitler's such a wacky example because he's such a eh, nutball. But, sure, but but point paints a picture. Put you know yeah. you know put anybody in that who seems to have who's effective but lacks you know lacks those uh, leadership virtues. Ultimately, yeah. he's not going to be fully effective anyway because people are going to see through them right you know those character flaws are going to bring them down so i'll give you an example of of a counterintuitive thing we use all the time because it's just it's just every one-on-one is is past praise take the blame there is nothing intuitive about that no that is yeah totally backwards if you're a born leader Mm -hmm. you're going to think that you should get all the praise in the world and if somebody fails you you're going to think they should take all the blame
0: yeah well but then because that's how you reinforce the fact that you're a leader
1: yeah, that's right. right. Look at me. Yeah,
0: I did a good job here. Sure.
1: Why? Why? Yeah. Why? You know? Why aren't the angels singing my name? Right. And then you messed up, subordinate. Why? Why aren't you now being beaten with steel rods? Why? Right. You know.
0: Do you know what this right. is going to do? Like you're going to make me second. look bad here. I'm,
1: I'm su- as a leader, be a virtuous leader. I'm supposed to. Uh, I succeeded. I'm supposed to say you did it.
0: Right. <laughs> Right? Wait, wait a second. No, no, no. Or no,
1: you no, fail, no. and I'm supposed to and say, supposed to say is is it was my, my fault. No, 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 no. Right, no, 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 no. right. No, yeah. it doesn't work. Right. And the only way you'd ever understand that is to have somebody write it on the, on the whiteboard, right. And you read it, and he explains it, and you memorize it, and then you need to go and be apprenticed in it and see a master leader doing it, mm-hmm. right. And who gives you a chance to do it, and then you need to have an opportunity to do it under high stress and limited visibility and fail. Yeah. And feel the bite
0: of it not
1: working and you'll never fail again.
0: And that's, uh, that's the thing, right? So we say, could you come up with it on your, I mean, clearly if you drew a line far enough back, right? Somebody came up with this stuff, right? Someone somewhere way back when, but you, you yourself can't fail enough on your own. Nope. This is the product of hundreds and thousands thousands of years, whatever it is, hundreds of years, however, you know, how you look at that, right. Of failure, right? You can't, there's not enough time in the world and not enough opportunity for you to fail enough right. to learn this on your That's own. That's
1: right. Just not possible. That's right. Yep. It, it, it just isn't. You yep. know, I, was, I uh, was prepping a witness, my own witness for deposition, upcoming deposition. I explained to him the principles of being deposed and mm-hmm. how, you, how you do it. And we got to the end. He's a super charismatic guy, very intelligent um, and very confident that he could execute all these things I told him to do, one of which was uh, to limit his answer to the question. So I said, you know, Mm. if I say, what time is it, Uh, what's the, I say, do you know what time it is? his answer is yes. Yeah. It doesn't say what time it is. It doesn't say it's, you know, it's two o'clock on my, you know, on my Apple watch, which my mother-in-law gave me last Christmas. I've always been interested in time. I think the Sumerians, you know, you don't do that. (laughs) Right. right? So he's like, yeah, I understand that. Shortest answer, of course, that's what we're going to do it. So I said, okay, we're going to practice now. I don't think it's necessary, but fine. I said, okay. So I said, now I'm the other lawyer. And then I smoked him. Of course. And about six questions in, I got him to go on a narrative. Right. And he talked and he talked and he talked and I t- and he talked. And suddenly he wound down and stopped talking and looked at me and said, and I said, now you get it. <laughs> right? Right. Right. Because right. 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 Yeah. it's one thing to right. learn it. Sure. And it's another thing to put a little stress on it. Well,
0: I said, As soon as you involve an emotion. That's
1: right. right. And all I had to do was speed up the questions a little bit and poke his pride just a little bit and uh, point out a little bit of inconsistency and then he decided to prove to me how smart he was. Comes unraveled real quick. Comes unraveled real quick and that's what's going to happen. And it's practice. Yeah. Just like anything else. And you practice it long enough and you'll get good at it uh, if you keep practicing it and you accept the fact that failure is part of it. Right. But if you can't accept that failure is part of it, if you're going to take failure as a loss, that's going to go back to your own schooling. Now, what I was taught I was taught the same thing that we do in Grow Rock now, because mm-hmm. I was taught leadership in the army, and we would—I would do something, be put under stress, fail, and then have an AAR. Right. And yeah, here's the things how you did, did I well? screw this up? How did I screw this up? And yep. then so that is how I'm going to fix it in the future. It's the same model we use now, and mm-hmm. it works. Right now, if you've been raised in corporate America or something like that, and that's never happened to you, right? Think what you missed. Right. Think you, what you missed. You have learned very little. You are probably, well, you might have learned a lot, but you might not have learned how to use it, right? you well, got I mean, head knowledge,
0: right? That's what I was saying. True, true learning That's is right. what I mean,
1: right? And all the, you know, 360 evals or whatever they call them in corporate America in the world are not going to help you as much as one guy putting you in an opportunity, slapping some stress on you, letting you fail, and then have you self-assess that failure. Mm-hmm. That's how you get better. That's how you learn the skill. But it all traces back to what we're talking about now, which is schooling. Yeah. It's got to be part of a leadership development process. All right. Let's go to the third spur. Yes. Third spur is schooling never ends. What? Yes, it never ends. It what? Never ends. It never ends. You're kidding me. So as we said. In I knew our, it was a trick. In Socratic it was. When does, a, when does a leader know that he has learned enough? Yeah. Answer, of course, is, is never a man. Right. Because once you think you have, then you're done being a leader.
0: You, uh, you're done doing a lot of things. Done a lot of things. You know, it's fun, uh, I, I think I've said this before, but uh, you know, I I operated very much under the myth of that there was some sort of arrival point uh, in my life that I would become good at a thing and that I would eventually be like, oh yeah, I get it now, and then I don't have to think about it again, I don't have to learn it again, I don't have to right. worry about it again. And I remember you looking at me in the face and going, with that with a smile and going. You're gonna to have to disavow yourself of that notion, big uh, man. You
1: <laughs> because uh, it is a practice, leadership is a practice, like the practice, yeah. practice of law, right? Yeah. You know, uh, three years of law school, and i have been practice for 25 years or whatever. But I, I mean, that that idiot joke. You know, yeah. when when you know when when you when you stop practicing, you know when you're gonna get it right. right. Well, yeah. right. When does a lawyer stop practicing? Never. So, yeah. but it's true. You know, yeah. it's true because you never you never are gonna stop. You know, you have to keep learning. And then it, the the cool thing about this whole process is. You learn something schooling wise. Right. You go. You apprentice it. You go out and you put it into practice. You fail. That creates a thirst for more learning. How can I get better? Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of a, a feedback loop. Yeah. Right? And you keep going. Yeah. Uh, and that's what practice does, right? Practice continues to give you uh, the ability to have more head knowledge turn into hand knowledge, and to get more head knowledge, you got to keep learning. So yeah. school, schooling never learned it ends. You should be continuing to learn all the time. Um, it this it. It's so great because it stokes that great desire in you. You know, mm-hmm. You know, take uh, Agony, my pastor. That guy's always reading more books about Christianity. I'm like, man, you've been through seminary, been preaching for 15 years. When's it going to stop? <laughs> right. <laughs> When's it going to stop? Never, right? right? Never. Because he's practicing yeah. uh, being a pastor, right? Yeah. Now, look, Franklin it though. At 25, I thought I had learned all there was to know about leadership. I really had. Isn't I mean, that I, funny? I did. Yeah. Now, 30 years later, you know, I feel like I've learned a lot. But I can also see that I got a lot more to go, you know. I got a lot, a long road ahead of me, and there got, I've got more to learn.
0: And I think that's the case most of the time, right? As soon as you think you get a little further down the road, and you think to yourself, okay, as soon as I get to here, all you do, all you really done is you've gotten to the top of a, a hill, and you go, and now you can see the bigger valley, and you can see other hills in the distance. And you go, doggone it, I'm not nearly as high as I thought I was. Yeah, man. And yeah.
1: you got to get these principles down, because yeah. Franklin, let me, let me tell you this. What's that? If you're out on the road, man, you got to have a code that you can live by. Mm. Can I tell you something? You can. You've got a giant face for radio.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This is a giant podcast. It's a giant podcast. It is. (laughs) You
1: who are on the road must have a code that you can live by and so become yourself because the past is just a goodbye. Teach your children well.
0: Thanks for listening to 43 feet, a leadership podcast. If you have questions about leadership, F3 or anything else, write us at questions at 43feetpodcast.com. Until next time, we'll be here in the unknown, the uncomfortable, the difficult. The 43 feet out front.
1: The one you know by Don't you ever ask them why? If they told you you would die, so just look at them and sigh.